Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, aliens, psychics, religion, new age, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, holistic health, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, while other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's modern world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelyleah on Instagram so we can connect. Become a Patreon supporter to get access to behind the scenes of our guests, freebies, early access to new episodes, discounts on merch, and more. Are you ready to manifest incredible love? Not just love, but healthy, meaningful, aligned love. Hi, I'm Alia Lovely, the host of Chart Topping Podcast, Spiritual Shit. And I'm Shirin Eskandani, coach and founder of Wholehearted Coaching. We've both manifested amazing partnerships and want to show you how to do that in your own life by unlocking your energy and mindset. So we've created Manifest Them, the online course to call in your soulmate. With over six hours of content, worksheets, bonus meditations, and breathwork exercises, this course will show you exactly how to shift your beliefs and frequency to manifest your equal and capable partner. This course will not only teach you how to call on your soulmate, but also how to nurture a loving, healthy relationship. If you're interested in finding love or finding out more about how to manifest, head over to manifestthem.com. Open the door, love, and step into the partnership you've always desired. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Leah Lovely. And uh, what a week this week. Uh, I wonder if those of you who are listening are going through some very, very interesting transformations. And if you're starting to see spirit pick up in weird and mystical ways, uh, as one of my previous episodes stated, there has just been this uptick in mystical behavior or uh, things that I've been witnessing in my life. And uh, those of you who follow me on Instagram may have seen the last few posts that I've made where I've gotten to actually interact with spirit. So uh, one instance where we see a very physical orb show up in my background. And if you, if you watch the video, it's kind of funny because it's like, where, do you, where are you looking? You can't see it. And then once you see it, you can't unsee it. But what was interesting is that I was giving a reading, those of you guys who haven't seen it, and I saw behind me uh, in real time the uh, like a flash of light that was moving very much like an orb. And uh, what's, what's on the recording, you can't actually see the entirety of what I saw with my eyes. But there's this, this orb that was doing the circling behind me so much so that I stopped and I was like, what was that? And the, my sitter was like, did, there was a flash. Did you see something there? Something along those lines. And so very, very interesting to find, um, some very visual evidence of spirit showing up. And I think that those of you who listen know that I was asking for it to be safe for me to see. And so seeing spirit in that way wasn't scary at all. And, and it was very interesting to catch on tape. So, um, if you haven't seen it, go ahead and head over to my Instagram at the lovely Aaliyah and it's at the lovely Aaliyah and that's it. 
Uh, and I say that because I've been getting flooded again with messages of people talking about uh, scammers um, mim- mimicking my name in some kind of way with underscores or whatever, or extra letters and so on. I only have one account, just one, and I will never message you to solicit for readings. And I saw some of the readings that the person gave <laughs> these people and it was pretty bad. Some of you have been duped and I'm really sorry. I wish that I could do something about it, but unfortunately Instagram is just letting them hang. So uh, we're not big enough yet. <laughs> when, when we get that blue check, we won't have to worry about that anymore. Um, so anyway, all that to say, um, then uh, I had another instance where you could very uh, audibly hear someone talking on the audio as well. And I just thought, wow, this is so, so cool to to be able to ask for spirit to interact with you in a way and then see it show up um, just almost instantly. And I feel I feel very honored by that and feel very cool that you've gotten to see in real time me ask and then it happen. So today I want to talk about awakening and, uh, the term that I have redubbed as remembering who you are, because I got a very interesting, um, some interesting feedback this week, we'll say, and, or at least that I paid attention to. And I found, uh, one of the reviews on my podcast that, um, went through and, and said some things that I thought were really interesting. Um, she, she made a comment or they made a comment about, um, the racism episode that I did. And it was a really interesting review to say the least, because it, it tells a story that my trauma and me speaking on my trauma and me speaking about my experience as someone who has experienced racism is, you know, essentially, you know, needed, needing to be healed, healed basically. And I thought it was interesting because here, if I can just read snippets of it, um, I did not enjoy the racism episode at all. I thought it was one-sided. We have to stop feeding into the fear and elevate higher than race. I am fill in the blank with the races that they are. Um, but I don't feel your opinion on race is very educational, but rather continues to feed into fear and negativity. We need to educate and grow instead of remaining in a victim stance. It's almost as if you don't listen to your own show. You're feeding energy into a lower vibrational issue. You're manifesting more of the same. You're telling people to wake up and think about your race. You have some trauma that needs healing, girl, and I will not subscribe to that. I wake up knowing every day that I'm love, I am God, I am divine, I am not a race. We can only heal ourselves and share that message so we can empower other people of color, not continuing a narrative of being oppressed, that we are all one. Spreading more division is not the type of message I want to hear when I come here. I hope you take this message to heart and do some deeper thinking on it. So, you know, I'm not trying to put anybody on front street and uh, shame this person for the review that they gave. That's their opinion. They're completely entitled to it. But to me, it, it sparked something that was very interesting because, um, and I haven't even gone back to listen to my racism episode. Um, I get extremely triggered when we have to talk about race um, at any point. So uh, the trigger is coming from a place of that I need healing, right? Like, 
Um, it is a type of signature trigger, I will even say, uh, that we deal with. And when I recorded that episode, uh, some of you who have listened to it, can you remember what was happening in the world during that time? Like it was an absolute crazy summer of, you know, black men being shot down in the streets and protests and all kinds of stuff. I mean, I don't need to remind you. And which is also why I didn't go back and listen to that episode because I was like, it's, it's, it was enough for me to even actually speak up about that and what, um, what, what happens when we are going through very human things on earth. And, um, what's interesting is that we have a lot of spiritualists tell us that when we, uh, acknowledge our humanity and we acknowledge the pain that we go through, then we are, uh, keying into a lower vibrational issue. And I've been told that before. And I thought, I think it's interesting because, you know, some, so for someone to express the pain that they're going through or, um, a dysfunction in a system or something that's, that's needing change or shift or whatever, um, it, it is a part of the process for us to acknowledge our, our humanity what it is that we're going through. This is the process, right? This is a part of why we came here in our spiritual bodies, if you will, to come down here and be human and help ourselves evolve. So I do agree with this person on that. Um, and good for them that they wake up every day knowing that they are love. Wonderful. And I'm, I'm excited for them. Uh, but that's not everybody's story. And unfortunately, you know, in this world, I, I am not going to be someone who's going to come off as a person who is ultimately the most healed and someone who's going to tell my listeners, followers, whatever, um, a, a story that doesn't reflect that I am also in this process of changing and transforming alongside you. I am, I am not someone who's figured that out already, you know, all by myself. And, um, if someone has wonderful, that's, that's good for them, but it's particularly when it comes to race, um, I thought it was funny as it's almost as if you don't listen to your own show. Um, it is my show. And on this show, I really want people to feel that they can be in a safe space to open themselves up, to express themselves fully. Um, and which they have, and I'm totally cool with that. But what I don't like is when we start telling people that their pain is low vibrational, that the expression of their pain is negativity and that what they're, they're going through, um, you know, them expressing that makes them a victim. I am by no means a victim at all, but I do also understand that there are things in this world that have been here to catalyze our growth in lots of ways. And if we are meant to uh, undertake some of those things for transformation, so be it. But um, I'm aware that I need healing. And I'm aware that you need healing. And and that is why we you listen to the show, correct? Is that why you're here? Uh, some of you guys... <laughs> We, we are all in this process of healing in some way or another. And I think that it's interesting that we talk about awakening as if it is this one step process and that once we've awakened that we're awoke. And I find it very interesting um, because if, 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 if people are, 
are truly awake, then they would have the ability to wake up others. And oftentimes we find that those who find themselves the most awake um, don't do that at all. They shut us, shut people out, in fact. And in this response, I, f- I felt that that was what was happening is that we can't listen to negativity. You're feeding into low vibration issues. I'm not going to subscribe to that. And that's fine. But to me, what really empowers people is being able to look at their pain for them to be able to look at areas that they need healing areas that they, they need to, to check their heart areas where they're struggling. Like we can't, we cannot spiritually bypass that and throw it underneath the rug. And something interesting last night, as I, I made an Instagram post to ask people, what are the questions that you asked yourself during your awakening? Um, because I'm actually doing some, some writing around that. Uh, stay tuned. Um, but you know, what, what is awakening? Well, to me, it is this multi-layered, um, process perspective of peeling back veil after veil, after veil, after veil that goes on forever. And then, you know, it's, it's not this one term, uh, expression that is, is a one-time thing. And it's also very much not coming from a place of disregarding our humanity and disregarding reality, in fact. And, and what I find in the struggle that I have with a lot of spiritual communities in general is that we have this perspective that we have to look upon other people as if we have it figured out. We have to come from a place, from a guru stance, or um, I'm happy and I'm positive all the time. And something that I thought was interesting about um, you know, people who have started learning how to manifest and the law of attraction and so on is that, um, the message that they got, unfortunately, was that you have to be positive, positive all the time. And in that positivity that you can't acknowledge, uh, the struggles that you're having with, with your thoughts or your negativity or whatever. Yes, it is ideal to be more positive And it's important that we're uh, able to cultivate a space for ourselves that opens up, um, you know, a uh, positive perspective of some sort. But if we're not acknowledging the rot and the shit that we feel in our depression and our triggers and our, our wounds, then, then no, no amount of positive thinking is actually going to allow you to manifest shit. And that's the truth because you will be busy pushing down and suppressing what you're not acknowledging. And it's my opinion <laughs> that that's the case. And, and what I believe also is that this is an opinion. It is not, I'm, I'm not being paid to educate anyone, particularly when it comes to race, because that is my experience. That is my experience. And because, well, this is my show. I get to say <laughs> what it is, uh, that is that I, I want to say. Um, so if you're finding that you don't want to come here and hear that, you definitely don't have to listen. But more importantly is that if you find in your life, I'm talking to everyone, if you find in your life that when people are going through stuff and when they're going through trauma and when the world is this dumpster fire that we're looking at, that we try to skim over it with the, with the, the, the purpose of, of staying positive then we are not acknowledging the deeper pain that's happening in our world, which makes us be in positions where we are less, we're we're positioned to be less empathetic. And if we're less empathetic, then we're less loving. 
And if we're less loving, then what's the whole point of awakening in the first place? Like, what's the whole point? Like, what is, what is the point of awakening, right? Like first to ask if we have been awakened, what makes us then asleep? So what would you term yourself as when you were asleep? What did that look like for you? What did that look like in, in, in a, an analysis? Because to me, it's not a flip of the coin. It's not, it, I think the, the term itself is deceiving because it's this idea that you went from sleeping to waking. And that is, it is, it is a second, uh, you know, flip over experience. I was sleeping and then I was awake. Boom. Um, and maybe it felt like that for you, but I, I feel that that awakening is a process of an expanding spectrum that, that awakening itself exists on a spectrum that we go from a very narrow, if not closed perspective into a position where we are starting to open our mind and it slowly starts to open and open and open. And our view becomes less of a tunnel and, and more of a 360. And I encourage you, if you uh, think that that's valuable for you to see it as such, because when we look at awakening as this open and shut kind of deal, it's as if we have to get it all as soon as it happens. And I, I know that like a lot of my clients felt that way when you are in this place of um, starting to remember who you are and remembering that you're not just, what I say, the meat sack walking around and um, that you have this deeper purpose and meaning or whatever, um, that then you you have this this immediacy of like, I have to figure it all out right now, you know? And that's not the case. You are allowed process. You are allowed time. You are allowed space to be able to figure out what that looks like. Because guess what? That's the whole reason we're down here. This is humanity. This is what we're doing. So we are in the process of remembering who we are, remembering our soul. And while it's fun to go, you know, take that quiz about what star seed am I, or, um, you know, do a past life regression, which I highly recommend. Um, to see, you know, what other lives you lived and, um, you know, is he your twin flame? <laughs> um, it is fun to involve ourselves in the novelties and the facets of what that looks like. But to me, you know, when you peel back more layers, you find that this whole awakening is, is, is about learning how to be human how to deepen our empathy for the collective. If we are all one, there are so many of us that are in pain. And how do we define what is real in our world? Because, you know, like I have this experience, you have this experience. So how do we come together and come to a place where we both understand what is reality? And, and, and how can we define reality? When we're in this kind of matrix, when everybody has a different perspective or playing a different video game of the life that they have now. How do we define what is real in this awakened state? Well, to me, based on uh, the world's experiences, everybody has the same problem. Everybody understands what suffering is. Suffering. Suffering, unfortunately, <laughs> is the baseline that for most is so easily recognizable that it unifies us all. Until we get into a place where we block ourselves from that feeling, from acknowledging our traumas, our triggers, the things that bother us, the things that make us feel unsafe. And when we do that and we come to a place where we're like, I'm going to be positive, I'm going to be spiritual, I'm going to be this, which is wonderful. And it's a great thing to, 
you know, aspire towards. But if we're not being honest with ourselves, we can't be empathetic with anyone else. And I'm not saying that the person who left the review wasn't being honest with themselves, not at all. But what I'm saying is, is that if we can look at what's real, if we can define what reality looks like, then we can say universally as a human suffering is quite universal and it's very easily recognizable. Suffering can be a baseline. So even if we all have different metaphysical truths, if a comet falls on us, it falls on all of us. And then we can find a place to agree <laughs> and continue building bridges towards a universal collective truth. So if I have an experience as a human being that you don't have, it doesn't make it not real. It's very, very real to me. It may not be real to you, but if we are in an empathetic stance, then we can look at an empathy and say, okay, what is it that you're experiencing? If I'm an empathic person or an empathetic person, then I can look at someone else's suffering and saying, even though I don't experience that, man, I can have empathy for that. What does that look like for me to have lovingness, kindness uh, towards a person who has an experience I don't have? And if I can look at their suffering and have an empathetic response to it, then we can find we're, we're one step closer to finding the universal truth there. And in fact, we can have a better awareness around what it is that we need to heal in ourselves because I believe very much so that the people that we interact with are mirrors in our life. And, and, and when it shows up and it bothers us um, that someone else is having a trauma that we don't want to look at, then there may be something that we need to take a look at. And you guys might think I'm going for this person. I'm really not. But I found this, this review to be inspiring to me because uh, it inspires this message today very much so about how does my awakening affect others? And what does my awakening look like if I am viewing it as a stance of, you know, other people need to do more work, other people need to fix themselves to, to align with my reality of how I see the world. And as someone who has a platform in the spiritual uh, genre, I, I never want to become the guru uh, or have a God complex, a com complex of, you know, I think I know more than you. But I, I, what I will say is that when, when we're involved in areas of peeling back the veil for ourselves, that we, we need to have empathy for people who are, who may be struggling and, or who are, are having a uh, experience that we don't, we don't understand. And, um, I had to do this when I was going through, um, some of my own self-training, uh, about, um, language when it comes to, uh, non-binary and trans, this is something I'm actively working on. And I, I said, this is an experience, a lens that I, I has, I see the world. I don't see the world through. And so I need to be able to, to bring conscious awareness to areas where these, you know, situations have arisen and affected people and made them feel left out, made them feel like they weren't a part of something or uh, injured them in some kind of way. And, and that should be important, I believe, to everyone. Again, my opinion. Uh, but I, I think that in an empathetic stance, if we're talking about awakening and we're talking about 
you know, being in a high vibration, then that means making space for those who are, are not, uh, who can't, I, I really hate the term high vibration. Um, I would prefer, uh, light and dense vibrations because if you think of something that has weight to it, um, you know, think of luggage or something. Baggage is the non connotative word I want to use here. But if you think of, of something that weighs a lot, what you're carrying, um, it gives you an instant visual of what that may feel like to carry that around. And then if someone is very light, uh, then, you know, they're not carrying as much. So when we think of high and low vibration, um, it almost, to me, it sounds more like, I don't know, hierarchical. And I don't like that, um, to be high vibe is, um, to be light to someone who's, who's not carrying as much. And do we fault other people for what they're carrying, what they're trying to shed? You know, you go into a hoarder's house and they're in the process or needing to be in the process of shedding some things, but they also, you know, don't aspire to be someone who has nothing in their house either. Um, if you can become that person and you're zinned as fuck, great. <laughs> if you're the monk on a mountain who has no possessions and you're light and, and are carrying nothing, then you have become someone who has achieved enlightenment. But unfortunately, most people uh, have not achieved that. And in fact, um, over many lifetimes, we, we haven't. And we're still working towards that, getting in alignment with our energy and our frequencies and starting to understand, mm, I, I'm, I'm recognizing there's something here that um, is not worth me carrying anymore. But if we go back to race specifically for me, it's something that unfortunately I will always carry. I will always carry it because I, I will continue to have experiences in my life that will bring notice to the body I chose in this lifetime. And maybe, maybe I'm just not as spiritually evolved and I'm not in own awareness yet where I can shed that, but I also don't have the luxury of doing so either. And this is why in our course, manifest them, um, plug real quick, manifestthem.com. If you want to know what that is, um, we talk about shedding additional layers for, for those who are experiencing, um, different, less than majority bodies, basically. So that way they can have an understanding that there is space and time and room for them to be able to grow and shed a layer, an added layer that some other people don't experience as their reality in this world. And if you become so spiritual that you, you put yourself on a pedestal to say who needs healing and who doesn't, um, you know, it may be very apparent for most of us, but if we can have empathy and say, ah, I've been there, I know what that feels like. I've been in that space. I understand what that person is going through. I can relate to that. Oh man, I know, I know what that feels like. If you don't know what it feels like, asking questions, how does that feel? What does that look like? Um, you know, I'm not, not guilty of, of being in a place where the, I'm like, that person needs to heal. Or that person is this and da, 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 da. I'm casting judgments. Um, it's something that everyone does, everyone. So, um, you know, we're not all 
uh, exempt from being people who do that. And in fact, uh, instinctually our ego does it to, to protect us. So I know we've all done it in some capacity, but I'm asking if you are in this, this camp of people who considers themselves awakened, that you don't make yourself so spiritually bypassed that you forget your own humanity, that you forget, uh, your own empathy, that, in a lot of ways, what people are needing to deal with, they're having to deal with these lower vibrations in order to be able to ascend to higher ones, to lighter ones. We cannot get there if we don't shed the weight, so to speak. And in order to do that, we have to deal with every item. We have to look at it in the face and see what's going on. You know, a lot of you reached out to me about the the vaccine um, episode that I did. And, and reason being is because I took a very neutral stance on it, um, despite myself being someone who is vaccinated and going into a place where I acknowledged that the spiritual community was making a lot of judgments, um, not just the spiritual community, everybody fucking was making like a lot of judgments and we were losing, um, the whole reason I believe that we're here is this empathetic, loving stance about, okay, you have this experience that I don't understand. What are you afraid of? Because human suffering is universal. What am I afraid of? Maybe we're both afraid of the same thing. It just manifests itself in the quote unquote different sides. But if we can't ask that question and, and see where our suffering is taking place, where one suffering is taking place, then it's really hard for us to find a universal truth to stand on. It's really hard for us to find a, a baseline for us to start with and to connect with in order to find a place that unites us, in order to find a place where, where we can have this collective shift and collective energy. We got to deal with the, the, the shit first. And, and no one is going to get there if we're leaving everybody behind. If we're leaving people behind and, and we're in this place of, um, you know, like, <laughs> I'm not going to subscribe to that. I'm not going to subscribe to your pain. Um, you know, I don't believe necessarily in people subscribing to everyone's pain and their trauma, but, you know, boundaries. But <laughs> I also think that if we are someone, if we're calling ourselves awakened, if we're calling ourselves people who are trying to achieve uh, some level of um, enlightenment, uh, you know, we can't come from this position that we are exempt of experiencing what humanity is going through. We're just not. And if we cannot acknowledge or be forgiving even to those who are going through it and haven't been able to heal themselves yet or been able to grasp on a perspective yet, then you know what I believe would win people over faster is being understanding and empathetic with them and their suffering and the healing that they have yet to do. And I think that that is why we're here, you know, to connect, to unify. And yeah, you're right. Like we, we need to unify. We need to come to a place, but I don't believe someone acknowledging their pain is spreading division. I just don't. And if there is real division there, then we need to also acknowledge that we can't overlook it for the sake of being positive. 
if there are real things happening there you may not experience, then as I said in the podcast, get curious. Because I'm an incredibly curious person, ask a lot of damn questions. And you guys know that who have listened to interviews that I do. Very curious person because I'm interested to see on that person's perspective what they think how they got there. It gives me a bird's eye view, being able to interview so many different people about what's happening in our collective as one, what's happening in our world view. And then I also see that there are a lot of voices that are not being heard. A lot of voices that have very different perspectives that are in a place where, you know, we're, we're kind of overlooking them because it doesn't feel good to us to observe an experience that's not our own, that doesn't uh, align with our worldview. And that's fine that it doesn't align with our worldview. You know, there may be people around the world who, you know, um, live in a community that I'm trying to give a good example that doesn't offend anybody. And I don't think I can. Um, but if, for instance, the way that we look at cults, and we think, oh, these people are so dumb or they're this or they're that or whatever. And it's like, can we ask them some goddamn questions? Like this is the experience of the world that they're living in. And while I definitely may not agree, I'm curious how they arrived at this belief set or belief system. And, and to me, that is the only way if we're able to ask questions to other people that we can actually help others awaken. We can't dismiss them where they're at even if we think we're right or we're better or whatever, like nobody's better, but you know what I mean? Like if, if I'm, if I'm going to do my job and be a good steward of this platform, then I'm never going to come from a place of like, I know it all and that I don't have healing to do either. In fact, um, to me, the best mentors that I've had in my life are people who went through something that I'm going through, like, days before, you know, like they went through it recently that they haven't figured it out because they are on the ground with me. They know exactly what that feels like. And they're, they tend to be the most empathetic. And if we're going through this awakening process, as we're starting to open and expand our view and our mindset, then we can't be so narrow minded to think that, you know, this is a switch that we turn on and we turn off. That is not what awakening is. And if you are in this process of you know, experiencing your so-called awakening. Um, you don't have to figure it all out today. Okay. You just, you just don't. And in fact, it's really unhealthy for you to do so. It's really unhealthy for you to think, okay, I have all this stuff for me to fix. I have to fix all of it. I have to heal all of it right now or whatever. And I'm going to go see this, this psychic and this medium and this past life regressionist and this person. And I'm going to, I'm going to get myself fixed so I can be holy. Like, no, like, I mean, feel free to do so. I've tried. And, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a real way to put yourself in a corner and make yourself feel really shitty, really fast. There is, there's a lot of self-harm that happens in our religious and spiritual communities that when we attack our humanity, we attack our ego, even, you know, this whole ego death thing. I'm just, I'm not in that camp. Um, because, uh, the ego itself is, is what is necessary in order to keep us alive. Um, we, we need that. 
And to be free of ego is, is just not, I don't believe a truth that we, anybody can actually experience. Otherwise, um, you know, we would, we would leave our bodies very quickly. So in that, um, I believe that there is this, this process of us learning how to accept ourselves and our humanity and our ego in our true form, uh, that we've absorbed while being here. And yes, it is wonderful to raise our vibration and become lighter beings for sure. But we cannot be in a space where we absolve our humanity completely, that we are in a place where we don't acknowledge our pain. We don't acknowledge our suffering. We don't acknowledge others suffering that we put ourselves on a pedestal and say that we are above all this or others because we've got it figured out and we did all the spiritual things and we did the meditations and we did the, you know, we, we understand to me, it puts us in a, in a, a larger danger of becoming in a, another closed cycle, another sleep cycle, if you will. <laughs> so corny analogy, sorry. Um, but it does, it puts us in another sleep cycle. It's to me, I feel like in my, um, when I grew up super religious, I was in this place, very self-righteous person. And maybe that's what makes me so like, I'm not an expert because I came from a background of being like, I'm the expert. This is what this verse says. And this is what this says. And, and you're, you're going to hell because, and, or you need healing because, and, um, standing on a pedestal telling everybody else what they needed to fix in their lives when incredibly I needed some work. I need a lot of work. And, and what, what burns me sometimes is when I, we get into uh, these communities and that talk about awakening and talk about not acknowledging a lot of the, the, the pain that happens in the world. And it reminds me very much of myself in that state. And we can go back very much, I believe my opinion again, um, to a closed cycle of thinking. Now we've figured it out. We are in this awakened state and we, we do all the stuff and we're super new agey and mystical and whatnot. And we have all the crystals and <laughs> we're wearing the beads and whatnot. And it just, it, it puts us in a place again to think, okay, well, I have it figured out. I'm safe again. I'm safe again. And what, as humans, what do we look for? We look for safety. And unfortunately, the awakening process is hella unsafe, in my opinion, because as soon as you get your feet on firm ground, you have another foundation crumbling before you and it happens over and over and over and over again. And those of you who are in, uh, uh, in one of your first awakenings, if you will, um, you may not be encouraged by that statement, but this is the work that we came for. I believe this is the work that we came to do. And yeah, I'm a piece of work. I need healing super bad. <laughs> like the, I, I will never come from a place of saying I've healed it all. And I'm good. You know, like <laughs> the rest of you peasants need to figure it out. <laughs> um, no. And, and I hope that if you are someone who considers themselves spiritual, that you understand that you're also human, that the whole point of our soul's purpose and all the things that we're running towards in our awakenings, in our practices to me again, and I'm going to keep having to say this is opinion because I am teaching you what I know. Um, 
what I think I should say, but you know, we'll, we'll never have it all figured out. And in fact, that is the human experience that, you know, <laughs> I feel like, and sometimes people are like, don't let your humanity show. And you, you, you get on YouTube and find all these people that you look up to and you put on a pedestal and you think that they have it figured out when in reality, they're just in the same place that you are. It may look in different form, but you know, don't assign your personal power away to someone who thinks that they have it all figured out. If you are still in the process of healing, if you are still someone who is needing change and, and you have experienced trauma and you are trying to learn that you are love and you are God and you are divine, <laughs> then, then that's okay. You know, you're in the, if you're in that process of trying to figure that out and you haven't done it yet, don't let anyone shame you. And, and you being in the part of the, the race that you're at, mind you, it's not a race, <laughs> so I don't want to put that out there, but if you are in that place, don't feel shameful about it. Like that, to me, the whole process of awakening is understanding that this is a process. And as a human, that we are going to experience some things that are terrible in our limited perspective that it is in my belief to polarize and catalyze us towards a faster growth and experience. And if I can't hold space for people who have those experiences, then I don't think I'm someone who can consider myself awakened. Yeah. So that's all I got guys. And I hope that it wasn't incredibly immature for me to go after someone um, who didn't leave a, you know, glowing review. Um, I'm not going after them. It just, it really, I, I actually want to thank this person for writing that because it, it really inspired me to look at our definition of awakening and, and, how we're able to make space for people who are trying to heal, which I, I'm imagining is everybody. So anyway, I hope that you leave space for yourself today and are kind to yourself today, regardless of what it is that you're going through. And uh, yeah, we'll um, see you in the next one. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in becoming a client for energy coaching or card readings, find me at thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do and to book your own session. And don't forget to add me on the lovely Aaliyah on Instagram for daily content and inspiration and hang out with me on Patreon. As always, thank you for listening.